0: So, if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash people today.
1: This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network.
0: Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates.
1: Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates in popular culture from Chimpan A to Chimpan Z I'm your host Matt Stewart and I'm joined by the sometimes official second banana of the show It's the host of the Jiminy James Gaming Show, Mr. Evan Munro-Smith, welcome Evan
0: Hey, I'm back
1: It's good to have you back, it's been a good month or so off Yeah Where have you been, frankly?
0: Uh, well, I've I've been in Melbourne while you've been in Brisbane, so that, that uh, was yeah, part of it
1: That was part of it, and then the isolation stuff hasn't <laughs> helped Yeah uh, you seem sickly. So Maybe just... it has
0: helped. That's why we're not all sick.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I'd
0: say it has helped. It helped flatten the curve.
1: Yeah, we have flattened the curve single-handedly. Um, <laughs> and this week on the show, joining us for the very first time in the Monkey House, it's comedian Grace Jarvis. Welcome, Grace.
3: Hello. So good
1: to have Everything's you Everything's <laughs>
3: terrible. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yes, well, uh, you've come to the right place. Um, yep. Uh, or not the place. I like that right you've... Place. Yes, thanks sitting
3: I can see that you've socially distanced. Yeah, we have on my to. on my yeah, Skype call. Yeah, we are actually Ben and
0: I are currently one point five meters away. Yeah, yeah this is From the each first
1: other? primates I've done with someone else in the room for a month or so. Um, but it's risky. Yeah, the podcast studio is set up so two people are allowed in here now. Yep. <laughs> so no, that's, that's good. So it's, it's, that we don't mean to be rude and not have invited you in. Um, no, it's actually I, pretty important. So,
3: yeah, well, good for you following the rules. I have not left my bed in tr- truly weeks. God, like, <laughs> this is where I live now.
1: Since I got back from the Brisbane Comedy Festival and it was, you know, just starting to seem like it might have been a real thing. Um, you know, well after the rest of the world knew it definitely was. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I I think I've left the house maybe three times since then, and uh, yeah, it right. feels weird every time. It feels so strange. I
3: think we're all going to end up with vitamin D deficiencies or something. And I've just, been like, popping soft a couple bones.
1: Oh yeah, is that good? Because <laughs> this could be the evolution humanity needed. <laughs>
3: Yeah, make us real stretchy or we'll yeah, fit under bones. doors and stuff.
1: <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> well, Grace, you might uh, not know this, but Evan's favourite primate is the human, in particular Andy from Toy Story. Uh, do you have <laughs> a suggestion of a primate that's even better uh, than a human, in particular Andy from Toy Story? Because, I mean, this show's really about non-human primates and Evan's.
2: Ah, You
0: didn't specify that. Well, I did it early on me.
1: and he, you know, he... Gave the stupid answer.
3: Yeah, that's not that that's not clear from the title of the show yeah. that it's non-human primates. It should
1: be called non-human primates.
0: Yeah. yeah thank it's you hard though be because specific. the double meaning of the title is that is the primates thing. And we are human primates. So if you called it primates in brackets or or just called it non-human primates, you'd lose the double meaning. Right.
3: And then it would be a podcast where you interviewed monkeys.
0: Oh. <laughs> Which yeah. that could be something.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah, why aren't you doing that? Just I tell get you what. Sometimes
1: it feels like I'm body interviewing monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that in the most yeah. positive of ways, as everyone knows. I'm a big monkey head. I love the I love the monks. <laughs> love them monks. And that is not just a thing that I say on this show. Love monkeys.
3: Oh, that's clear.
1: So i sorry to get defensive there, Grace, but you're you're looking at me with accusatory eyes.
3: No, I mean you have a podcast about primates. I'm I'm not shocked by this news. Yeah,
1: I love monkeys and other. I love apes as well. If that's what you're suggesting, and the little (laughs) ones too. That I forget what their category is, but we call them cutie pies. Ah, like the slow lorises. Just telling me. And the pygmy marmosets. Familiar with these guys?
3: I just, I'm. I'm vaguely familiar. What are the ones uh, in Madagascar?
1: They're called. Uh, you've got the striped tailed What are they bloody called? <laughs> they're called. Oh no! Why are you testing me on this? Do you
0: mean the film <laughs> or the country?
1: The film and the country. They they only live there, and they're lemurs. Lemurs. Didn't look at lemurs. Up. Yes. You saw, I didn't even Google See, that. See,
0: I was thinking lemurs, but I thought they are was
3: they a different thing. are they in the cutie pie category? Yeah,
1: they're in the cutie pie category. They're neither apes nor monkeys. Ah, Coming into this show, I thought there were two categories, apes and monkeys, and then this you were third little category came up and stole my heart <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere.
3: How uh, do you feel about the cutie pies, Evan?
0: Uh,
1: look, you were just kid-
3: telling me about how you hated my <laughs> rabbit.
0: I don't hate your rabbit. That's definitely not what I said. <laughs> well, Evan, there were uh,
1: three of us there and two of us heard you say,
0: I hate that <laughs> rabbit. I, I did not even <laughs> seen your rabbit. <laughs> um well that's for the best i was just saying uh off air i was saying that i don't like animals very much or that i don't um you know i don't respond you know some people they'll see a cute dog or something and they'll just lose it they'll be like oh there's a cute dog right i don't do that i'm like all right fine dog i could take it or leave it um and are a, you a monster r- You brought that out say- to rabbits And you know that's I guess that's also fair enough I, I could take or leave a rabbit I'd most likely leave it I thought
3: you I thought you were going to say I don't respect animals Earlier <laughs> and I, don't don't like respect I don't respond them, I was like
1: <laughs> I'm not going to stand there Looking at them You know Yeah they don't are deserve they? my time Yeah I'm a bit the same as Evan, really, but I'm a bit more polite about it.
3: <laughs> hey, I'm
0: normally polite about it.
1: If but... someone's on the street going, "Oh, look at this doggo," I'll be like, "Oh yes, let us look at it. Yeah. Look at it there. <laughs> there it is."
2: Yeah,
0: that's that's pretty much what I'm I mean, like. But I, all, just now I was defensive want. because you, Grace, you you accused me of hating a rabbit, <laughs> which I think is too far. I don't. I wouldn't go that far.
1: Would you say well, you're sort of ambivalent to the rabbit? Yeah, I
3: you know She's she's fairly indifferent to everyone. Yeah. So, okay.
0: that's so that's fine. Fair enough, we can be indifferent to each other. Okay. That um, sounds karmic then.
3: Love that. That's that's a new podcast, I reckon. <laughs> Evan and Sharon, my rabbit, are indifferent to each other. <laughs> Would they just, you just sit. not
0: talk, was that
3: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It'd be okay. like meditation.
1: Tedious small talk, maybe. Yeah. Well, that wouldn't yeah. be all that different to this podcast. <laughs>
3: Yeah. We do name her. We named her Sharon because she looks like she's had it up to here. Right.
1: <laughs> so, that's
3: good. That's a, that's how I want to see perfect. this rabbit. Uh, she's great. She's out living her life. She never goes in her hutch anymore. She's just free range.
1: Right. Well, the opposite to the rest of us.
0: Yeah. We're all in
3: our yeah. hutches. That's all we're doing. I'm in my hutch. I'm in my bed. Great. I'm in my hutch. Do
1: Do you have a suggestion of a... A non-human primate better than Andy from Toy Story. What what is your favorite oh, primate? If I asked you, what's your favorite I, primate? What would you say?
3: Well, I w- I didn't know that we were primates, but I would probably say us.
1: Okay, so you're siding um, with Evan.
3: Hmm. Thank you. I'm um, siding see. with Evan. I the definitely hater. think probably <laughs> 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 on this on this I will agree with Evan, uh, my mortal enemy. Um, <laughs> I reckon. I don't know, probably my mum.
1: Okay, specifically your mum. Uh, Grace's mum, better than Andy from Toy Story.
2: Okay. I haven't met Grace's I mum,
1: mean, but I'm I'm going to agree with that. Unless your mum is just basically a pair of legs uh, crossing <laughs> the screen occasionally.
2: Yeah.
3: No, she's, she's quite 3D. She's got a lot of depth and character.
1: Okay. Evan, what do you say to that? Evan normally tries to... Um, <laughs> he he normally shoots down suggestions but this is the you've this is the most interesting one so far well, are you are you gonna suggest Andy from toy Story <laughs> is better than Grace's mum
0: well I haven't met grace's mum uh so i'm i'm not uh, I'm not gonna go for the confrontation on this one um i i will i'll leave it on un- Unresolved at this point. Oh. I, I won't make a call. I mean, I don't feel like I have enough she, information to make a call either way on that.
3: I've, I have a lot of information. I mean, I, she okay. raised me, she uh, birthed me, okay, she clothed and fed me. And Andy from all, Toy Story,
0: are these all good things? Has though? done
3: nothing. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I would say you've got me on the podcast, you must think she's done some good things.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think we'd equally have Andy from Toy Story on the podcast if, <laughs> if it was a real person. <laughs> Um,
1: well, there's a point though. There's, a, isn't there's a lot of
3: caveats involved in getting him on. That's a lot of. That's a process. That's yeah. a
1: big one. <laughs> I wouldn't even worry about any other caveats after, as long as he's a real person.
3: Does he exist? Yeah.
1: I think that's the Does, closest... who voices him. Uh, we Does he talk? At, uh, oh, we have looked at up before. Ah. He, I think it's his career is now being the guy who voiced Andy
2: from Toy Story.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not a not a known um, name. Uh, certainly not by me. Podcast. I can't remember what it is. Um. <laughs> well, it is. You're his biggest it fan. It is my, um, David, I think it's David. John. Is it John? Yes. Oh, no. Davies? John M- David? Morris. Mor- R- Mor- Morris. No. Yes. Really? They, James, John, <laughs> John Morris. He's so
1: forgettable ah. that I yeah. looked away from, from my screen <laughs> for a brief moment and I forgot his name.
3: I just had yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs>
1: cop that john morris now you do fantastic work and please uh you're welcome on this podcast anytime in one of the final five (laughs) episodes or whatever we've got left
3: that's an open invitation open
1: invitation which closes at the 100th episode but actually (laughs) I'd i'd reboot the podcast for an episode if he wanted to come on board
0: that'd be great
3: yeah i think that would be fair
1: so this week, Grace, we're talking about what I believe is your biggest passion in the world, <laughs> Terry oh, Pratchett's dear. Discworld series of books.
3: Yeah, I, I'm a big fan. I have read them them all. Uh, I've been reading them since I was a teen. I do not want to claim any kind of expertise in this area because nerds are vicious online. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. Not, not primates <laughs> listening uh, nerds, though. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even call them nerds. They're too cool to be nerds. Not that it's uncool to be a nerd. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) They're going to get me. (laughs) Uh, Suck up. I found this website uh, because I've read one book before, maybe two, and it was while I was backpacking. It was in one of those um, backpackers' uh, libraries. You know, you could just switch books over. Yeah, they tend
3: to be in hostels. Right. Okay. (laughs) because they're just like shitty paperbacks and they've got like women with tits on the front. They're very badly marketed, I'll be honest.
1: <laughs> women with tits.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: That's what drew me just in. Like, um, yeah.
3: b- bulbous bosom. Is that a thing people say?
1: Yeah, they do. Bulbous, bulbous. bosoms. That's a very, <laughs> yeah. it's almost a cliche. That's <laughs> what
0: you want. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> have you, have you read any of these, Evan? I, um, uh, no, not at all. I have heard of Terry Pratchett. Um, And I think I've heard of Discworld, but I've got no idea what it is. Um, I don't, I'm not familiar with his work at all. I don't know. No.
1: Well, Grace, before we get into it, I found a website called supersummary.com and it describes itself as a modern alternative to Sparknotes and Cliffnotes. Forget that. That's what your mama and pup used to read. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm here in the modern day with SuperSummary. Invented in
3: like 2008. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, and it, it's got a, a page on Discworld. It says, Discworld is a series in the genre of comic fantasy by British author Terry Pratchett. Released in a multitude of installments between 1983 and 2015, it takes place on the fictional Discworld, a flat planet balanced atop the backs of four planet-sized elephants who collectively stand atop a cosmic turtle.
0: Okay. Ah, I've, I've seen this visual.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that well, came it's, up. In it's a powerful the book, image. It is powerful.
3: No, yeah, that's the thing people say. Well, I think he, I think Terry Pratchett talked about it where he was like, when people say what's it about, you sort of have to start with the fact that it's on a big turtle. But it's actually not that relevant to like most of the books. Right. <laughs> He's like, I regret that. I regret the big turtle. It's really drawn <laughs> focus.
1: Right. Uh, it goes on to say, the series parodies and borrows from a number of canonical science fiction, speculative fiction, modern and even pre-modern authors, most notably H.P. Lovecraft, William Shakespeare, Charles Dickens and J.R.R. R. Tolkien. They deploy a blend of themes spanning folklore, mythology, fable and fairy tale, examining a number of social and political issues in contemporary Western life. Though each of Discworld's 41 installments is an independent novel, they share a handful of story arcs, often referencing them only obliquely. The series is considered an important contribution to modern humorous writing.
3: Oh, is it? That's nice.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it's, a, it's a super well-loved franchise, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but I, when I was reading it in high school, like English teachers would always be like, fantasy. Yuck, you know?
0: Yeah. That's how I feel.
1: <laughs> oh you, no. But, but you watch <laughs> fantasy TV shows, they or always sci-fi different.
0: Sci-fi in my mind sci-fi is different. But I I like I love Star Trek but I never I th- got into Game of Thrones. Right. For example.
3: I think sci-fi is different. I'm not that into sci-fi.
1: So one's sort of space and one's like Middle Earth. One's trolls and one's yeah. aliens. Is that sort of the difference?
3: <laughs> one's like laser beams and one's like pocket full of bread and cheese <laughs> okay. you know? um,
0: that sure. makes it pretty clear to me i love bread and cheese. yeah <laughs> so you won yeah. me over i also love that's bread the and thing cheese, with but, but that was the one that i don't like right yeah mm. yeah, yeah fantasy novels are always
3: like we're preparing for a journey we're, we're gonna pack a leather bag full of hard bread and hard cheese yeah right and and take off to the mountains and right. then they're always like they're journeying and then they sit down, they eat some bread and cheese, something happens.
1: And Gandalf won't let they're all pass. Con-
3: yeah, basically. They're yeah. all constipated. It, every character in a fantasy novel is just a mess oh, digestive-wise. Right.
0: So I, I also don't like, I'm just thinking in my head, like I'm trying to w- work out where I draw the line, but like I like Harry Potter, but I don't like Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. Right. <laughs>
3: yeah, I guess maybe Harry Potter like, mainstream or something. Yeah, you like modern, like modern fantasy like um what's it called it has a term it's like when fantasy takes place in the real world you like that but um that's that's called something that's that's a thing i can't remember what it's called (laughs) um magical realism maybe Ah, no okay could anyway, but, yeah, but high fantasy is what this is, and yeah. what, ter- what what Lord of the Rings Evan, is. You sound and like, Game of Thrones.
1: Like you like low fantasy, Am I
3: right? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe that's it.
1: <laughs> low fantasy you for like low dogs.
3: Very low doses. Yeah, yeah. I might. <laughs> yeah. Anyone can wave a wand around on the tube, you know. But
0: also, like, I I think what I I like the I like it when it's a bit more realistic. I think maybe. So, like Star Trek, at least is like, you know, it's it at least has the um, this technology kind of behind it, even though it's like basically magic. Like it's like tech. teleporters or something, but it's like, you know, there's there's the the a seed of technology that to sort of help you uh, make that connection, right? Rather than just going, I, like, I don't oh, it's like magic. that. Well, because like
3: I like to be like, oh, it's magic. Love right, that. Right. Right. They're it, off.
0: Because you call people like Doctor Who is.
1: I'm I'm
3: on board. Do you Do you
0: guys like Doctor Who?
1: I don't. I haven't really seen it. I remember seeing it when I was a kid, and maybe like the. I was very into it it as like an early teen.
0: Stupid to me. It
3: definitely looks. No, I was I was, I was really into it like as an early teen, but haven't watched it in a while.
0: Yeah. Right. I've
3: I watched the weeping angels episode recently which i could not watch like i had to leave the room at the oh, time really? like it was terri- it was terrifying That's to a scary me episode. and then i rewatched it well it's scary but no one actually gets hurt
0: no <laughs> the the threat is there it's um, just the
3: like the score like the music is just like i was like i can't yeah <laughs> the vibes on this are bad bad vibes
0: <laughs> i i think i liked it in sort of that era like the the tenant era but but recently it's it's it feels so much more like more more like fantasy fantasy than sci-fi to me because it it's it just feels like oh it may as well be magic. He's got a sonic screwdriver, but like it, there's no there's no science there. It feels like there's no rules. Yeah. It's like you oh, can <laughs> just point that wave at it and it'll solve your problem. Like it doesn't.
3: Yeah, the sonic screwdriver has never had made any sense though because it was always like. It's just pointing it, it just makes a buzzing noise at things, yeah. and then he has knowledge. I'm like, that's a, that's a wand. That's basically a <laughs> it's wand. basically it is,
0: yeah. He's like a wizard with a wand who can travel through time. It's just
3: a magical hut.
0: It's too much of a leap for me. Anyway, this is getting off topic, but it, it sounds like um, the Discworld is not for me.
1: Yeah, well, I, I'm actually I'm, I'm enjoying.
3: Well, this. let's cancel the podcast. <laughs> let's.
1: You can sit quietly. All right, Evan.
3: <laughs> That's it.
0: But I'll, I'll, but I'll, I'll make an effort.
1: But it's really funny from memory. Uh, 20 yeah. year old me thought it was really funny, and I, I don't think I'd read a book that I uh, or like a novel that uh, made me laugh that much
0: at that point. Is or, it funny like a Douglas yeah. Adams sort of a uh, funny? You guys read Douglas yeah, Adams? Yeah, it's so? that area. Right. Okay. Yeah.
3: Uh, it's me... like sort of English witty. Yep.
0: Correct. You know? Love that.
3: Just yeah. old white English men just being <laughs> being vaguely witty, you know? But yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite actually character category of novelist. Um like yep. Douglas Adams, Jasper Ford, um what's his name? The Portable Door, Tom Holtz, Terry Pratchett. Uh-huh. Just old white, funny Englishman.
1: <laughs> Is Bill Bryson in there? I know he's not he was born in America, but he lives in England and he sort of has that sort of um, gently witty kind of smart seeming.
3: Yeah, you'd think he would be in my my wheelhouse, but I haven't actually been able to get into any of his stuff.
1: Too, yeah, not enough warmth. I guess.
3: Yeah, not enough bread and cheese.
1: <laughs> no uh, one's I'm- wearing
3: any leather. <laughs>
1: I'm going to keep reading this article because I like that first paragraph. I think I'm going to learn a bit about it from this, if you guys are up for that. There's sure. only five more pa- paragraphs. I think we can do can that. Can you handle that?
3: <laughs> Getting by.
1: They're going to go through 41 novels in five paragraphs. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's impressive. One of Discworld's main story arcs examines Rincewind, Rincewind, rinse- R- wind. Wind. a wizard who's Lackadaisical wandering results in a a tendency to confront strange challenges in life. The series' first true protagonist, Rince Wind, is an anti-hero figure desiring nothing of fame or fortune, but nevertheless falling into situations in which he ends up taking heroic actions or becoming subject to extreme danger.
3: In yeah, what? his whole thing is basically like whenever he gets into any sort of antic, he's like, "Oh no, oh <laughs> this is happening again!" Right? Oh no, he de- he does not want any part in anyone's business. He's he's a terrible, he's a wizard, but he's very bad at it. Oh, that's and fun. he just gets into scrapes.
1: Is he sort of like he's sort of like hapless Dumbledore or hapless Gandalf?
3: Yeah, in a way. I mean, but they're wizards. More sort of bar about... fighty.
1: Oh right. Mm. He's a scrapper. Yeah,
3: no respect. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He's a a coward, but he, you know, saves the world.
1: In one such story called The Last Hero, Rincewind protests a petition.
3: Oh, that's my favourite one.
1: Oh, great. Uh, Rincewind protests a petition for him to join an expedition set on exploring what lies outside the edge of Discworld. Rincewind, realising that his fate is to embark on the journey, whether or not he protests, reflects on the irony of destiny. He goes on to save Discworld a number of times, even helping to create organic life on a desolate other planet named Roundworld. That's fun. Mm. Another story arc concerns death. I remember death from Masquerade, which is the book I saw. I can't remember if I mentioned that. (laughs) Probably can't stop banging on about
3: it. Yeah, it's the only point of reference you have.
1: (laughs) I, you saw? I, I did more than see it, I read it Yes, <laughs> I it? saw it, then I picked it up And then I read it <laughs> read if you it, want to know the, the whole through. story yeah. Another story arc <laughs> concerns death Personified as a tall skeleton wearing a black robe But parodies stereotypical depictions of death in literature Death rides a horse named Blinky Speaks in his own special font huh, And speaks directly to individuals' minds without vocalising Death is portrayed as highly interested in humans and the stories they embark on. At one point, he builds a house and tries to model a little human world for himself, briefly taking the place of a human. Death strangely also has a number of friends and family, including a granddaughter named Susan, a butler, a lesser death who is only in charge of rodent souls, and Yeah, a I was about to mention raven. the death of rats. So what does that mean?
3: There's the death of rats, which is basically a little rat skeleton with a scythe, um, <laughs> right. and he's in charge of the deaths of rodents, and he only says squeak.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, the talking raven is apparently a reference to the raven poem, to the raven, by Edgar Allan Poe, which, of course, was made mm. famous by the Simpsons Halloween special. Yes. Um, was it? <laughs> yeah. It was the I've never seen what,
3: the Simpsons, I don't know. All oh, right. They, seen, wow.
1: they did a the Halloween specials every year they uh do three short stories and and one of them and I hated it as a kid was just Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven animated with Bart Simpson as the raven. Yeah. It That's,
3: was you know. I yeah. mean they ran out of content at a certain point surely. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Uh frankly, death I've also has an it. affinity for cats.
3: He likes cats.
1: Yeah. Evan?
2: Yeah. You must hate every death. every
3: time I yeah. <laughs> every time I try and describe this, people like tell me facts about it. And I'm like, yep, he likes cats. Um it's be- <laughs> it's better than it sounds.
0: There's
3: <laughs> a lot of depth. That
0: sounds
1: fine. A third central yeah, story. He sort arc. of
3: turns up. Death sort of turns up when someone's about to die and then has a conversation with them and then sort of says a sassy thing, you know. Yeah. Bit a bit of, bit of banter with the end of days.
1: That sounds nice. That's a nice way for it to go, I reckon.
3: At one point in one of them, which which one is about music? There's one about music, um, soul music, and he and the other four horsemen of the apocalypse uh, join, start a band, I think. Is that what it is? Something like that.
1: <laughs> That's fun. You definitely and have they read know these books. That-
3: Yeah, (laughs) they have to get the band back together. That's the bit where it's like we have to go and get Pestilence to like join in, and they have a a, the band with rocks in, just because they invent rock music. But it's like a troll dropping rocks on shit.
1: Uh, See, that's funny.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well, it's 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 definitely bad when you say it out loud. I didn't.
1: Well, okay, I was gonna say I didn't say it. Uh, yeah, A third central story arc is that of the witches And this is, I think, uh, the, the one I saw, Masquerade uh, Yeah, yeah. Masquerade is
3: a witch's one <laughs> Nanny yeah.
1: Og and her sidekick, who I can't remember Granny Weatherwax Yes uh, So Pratchett depicts not as uh, mysterious or a cult But rather as apothecaries, judges and oracles What are apothecaries? Again, old school chemists, right?
3: Yeah, they basically they they the witches like have a town each, and they like look after the the people in the town and like give them medicine and uh, like deliver babies and like look after their sheep and stuff. Or in one of them, in the Tiffany Aching books, which is technically a series for children, it's like she has to deal with the fact that the town finds out that this man has been molesting his daughter, and then they go after him and, like, with pitchforks and shit and then she has to... Oh, and then he's hanging himself in the barn and she has to, what? like, cut him down and tell him to run. It's it's very dark, actually. That's a Terry they have Patrick a lot of response- kids. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I
3: guess, like, early teens. It's a lot. There's a lot in it, that, that one in It actually sounds it like is. a
1: lot. So Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when
3: I read it, I was like, oh, boy, this is the children's series. And 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 there's a – I think she's – I think there's, like, incest and then she's pregnant from the incest. It's it's a lot, I'll and, be honest. And
1: your reaction was, oh, boy.
3: <laughs> it was just the, the beginning of the, the book, so then there was some magic later.
1: <laughs> you <laughs> know, you, you
3: hold out for the magic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're not wand-waving witches. They're very sensible. Right. In this world, the women are witches and they're, like, very sensible and they sort of stomp around the hills and, like, help people with stuff. And the wizards are idiots who live in the university and read books and wave their wands and never get anything done.
1: We should probably get to uh, the library at some point because that's the reason we're talking about this. Is because the librarian... oh yeah, <laughs> so
3: far we have not mentioned a single primate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the librarian is oh. an orangutan, but we'll get to. I just want to finish this article and then we'll get on to the librarian. Uh, For the people yeah. who are listening, going, what the fuck is this <laughs> got to do with primates?
3: <laughs> they just got me on just to humour me. <laughs> They're like, all right, Grace, we'll talk about your fucking <laughs> trolls and witches. Uh,
1: Pratchett. Uh, Pratchett resists, oh, I've already, have I said this? No. Pratchett resists <laughs> stereotypical depictions of witches, satirizes them through the exploits of his starkly contrasting ones. Uh, they opt out of using their magic powers, preferring instead to use psychology to influence others' thoughts and decisions, a tool afforded to everyone. Discworld's main witch, Granny Weatherwax. Oh, she's the main one. So I called her this sidekick, but she's the main witch. Uh, she's the main witch. Danny off... Og
3: is like the slut witch.
1: Oh, and what does that mean?
3: <laughs> she's like had a lot of husbands and has a lot of children, but she's like all the other witches don't marry or have right. kids. Usually. I thought you meant that she but gave she's her like,
1: magic away to whoever wanted it, but
3: No, well, <laughs> no. She's very no one's no one's giving magic away with the witches. They refuse. Right. <laughs> they'll they'll give you an ointment.
1: <laughs> so Weatherwax comes off as a disagreeable and old-fashioned yet uh Sorry, comes off as disagreeable and old fashioned, yet is the most competent, responsible, and protective of the witches. Nanny Og, another witch, spends her time smoking, drinking, and singing raucously. These two mentor a number of other witches.
3: AKA slut.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, AKA f- <laughs> fucking. <laughs> singing raucously. Yeah, we get it. We, oh, get well, we know what summary. that
3: means. At one point, she sings a song about a hedgehog who fucks. <laughs> All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> Let's get this
1: party started.
3: Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. So they mentor a number of other witches and all become role models for future generations. I mean, I'm I don't know why I'm surprised. There's so much going on here because this is 41 novels. It's all, 41
3: books. Yeah. yeah. If there's
1: <laughs> there's room for
2: stuff. Huh. Uh, I'm looking
3: at my bookshelf and the only ter- I have like a lot of Terry Pratchett books, but the one that has the orangutan on it is called Unseen Academicals and it's about the wizard starting a football uh, club. <laughs> so they cover a lot.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, is that him running out of ideas? Did it was he one ever of the recite later The Raven? Ones.
3: Um, he did not. I I think in Hogfather they do The Raven.
1: Right. And Hog- <laughs> Hogfather's one that was made for TV. I still haven't seen any of the adaptations have you been into? Oh, them?
3: I think I've only, I think I've only seen Hogfather, um, and it's, it's pretty good. I think it's like shitty because it's
2: low budget. Like, it,
3: I don't, I don't think they had any money. But yeah. Um, I don't think the librarian is in there because I don't think they had the money for a literal orangutan. Right. Um,
1: <laughs> that's a shame. It feels like maybe one day it's a kind of series that um someone with cash might back and make a big Hollywood version or a big british hollywood i think version? he didn't
3: i think he was like not that keen right for people to do that and has he, he written
1: like, that into his will or something
3: yeah maybe yeah oh, i can't remember enough. i read yeah
1: i remember, i think the guy the hogfather had the guy who played frost i think the uh like the old english with the, the different colored eyes oh maybe Oh,
3: I'm froth. Don't look
1: at me. I'm solving crimes is how I imagine he spoke.
3: No, that's his vibe, (laughs) I think.
1: Yeah, great. (laughs) Uh, In it. In it. Many of Pratchett's Discworld installments take place in a fantastical urban zone called Ankh-Morpork, which I'm pretty sure is where the book I saw, uh, Masquerade, (laughs) was set, uh, which is looked over by the Ankh-Morpork City Watch. In these books, Pratchett responds to contemporary technology, postulating how it might result in absurd scenarios and relationships. It's like an early Black Mirror. Uh, he frames most of his City <laughs> Watch stories as crime stories, in which a protagonist, the street cop Sam Vimes, grapples with the case as well as its social and political implications. Sam is highly yeah. There's critical.
3: a lot of like stuff about racism and like discrimination in the police force and stuff.
1: All right. That's been solved now. Had- so that must have been some of the older <laughs> books.
3: Yeah, they got like the first werewolf to be in the watch, and all the old cops were like, He's not like us. He's not one of us. And Sam Vimes is like, yeah, He's a good copper, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then at one point, I think trolls are murdering dwarves, and it's like a race war. <laughs> I don't
2: know. Because wow. of their
3: size. I don't know. <laughs> don't quote me on any of this. No, I definitely think that one's right.
1: Um, but want... they do
3: all blend in together. There's 41 books.
1: I would love some angry nerds to at Grace um, on Twitter. <laughs> uh,
3: at Grace Jarvis. Oh no, uh, <laughs> get at me. I got nothing else on.
1: <laughs> Let's. Start I have a Twitter minute. fight. Yeah. Sam is highly critical. This is the cop, I guess. Sam is highly critical of his strange urban modernity. He eventually teams up with a mountain dwarf who is really an adopted human, Carrot Iron Founderson. Uh, The city learns that Carrot is likely their heir to the city's throne, which allows Sam to gain approval uh, to increase the police force.
3: Yeah, Captain Carrot, he was adopted into a mountain dwarf. So he was raised as a mountain dwarf, but he's a human. So he's like real big, but he doesn't know that he's not a mountain dwarf. Um, and so then it's like all about identity and race and like that <laughs> nature versus me nurture. Of, uh,
1: Lambert the sheepish lion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a what Disney happens to short. Lambert the sheepish lion? It was a Disney lion. short from one of the old movies, and it was where uh, Lambert the sheepish lion was adopted by a herd of sheep, and he grew uh-huh. up thinking he was a sheep, but he was a lion. Lambert the sheepish lion. Lambert the sheepish lion. Lambert is always trying to be a white and woolly sheep. Lambert the sheepish lion. And then one day oh some God. wolves come to attack and he's now an adult lion with the big mane and everything, still thinks he's a sheep.
2: Hmm.
1: And they're going after the the sheep, these wolves, and then lightning's cracking and stuff. And all do. of a sudden something cracks inside of him and he roars and he saves the sheep from the wolves.
3: But then does he eat the sheep because he's become a lion? Then
1: he eats the sheep. <laughs>
3: <Yep>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he absolutely tears a them apart. <laughs> I guess the jungle's brutal. I the don't know. The jungle's brutal.
0: You're <laughs> right. Okay.
1: Don't, don't get out there in the jungle. If you're a sheep,
3: do not. Why get are you involved. Out there in the jungle. Get off <laughs> yeah.
1: the savannah.
3: You're, you are lost. You yeah. are lost as hell.
1: Wherever lions are from, that's not where you're meant to be from, sheep.
3: <laughs> sheep, get back where you belong. Oh man, I'm are we as bad as?
1: One of the sheep went there and the rest just followed along, I guess. Maybe that's what it's about. Think for yourself. Okay.
0: Ah, don't be a sheep.
1: Don't be a sheep. I get it. That's even better. Nice, just we don't got be a sheep. there. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the sheep's like having an identity crisis. It's like, I am a sheep.
1: Well, don't be. <laughs> uh, finally, a number of other characters' storylines punctuate the Discworld universe. These include a chaotic clan of wizards who belong to an institution called the Unseen University, an ambitious young witch named Tiffany, who has a turbulent coming of age, and a con man named Moist von Lipwig. That's fun. Hmm. Uh, Discworld thus contains a highly cosmopolitan shifting universe, resisting any singular visual or literally literary language. That's a hard word. Hmm. Literary, literary language or hierarchy. Together, the stories reflect Pratchett's conception of humanity's liquid, rapidly evolving modern world. What a super summary that was!
3: That was, Dot, I mean, out. the that was the best summary I've ever heard. That was so in depth. It was like a, uh, it was like a, an essay.
0: Yeah, it was like a novel in itself.
1: Yeah, well, it almost wasn't even a summary. I think I just <laughs> uh, read forty-one yeah. novels to you.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, let, let's talk about the librarian, though. What, what uh, do you remember where he comes from, or anything like that? Because I've got a Discworld fandom page, which you're probably a member of. He
3: <laughs> <laughs> can you be a member? Is that a thing?
2: <laughs>
1: oh Is I that just that, that's still a somehow thing. Somehow, I just said the dumbest thing so far on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um. Yeah, he gets turned. He's a librarian, just a regular old librarian at the unseen university, and he gets turned into a. Uh, orangutan in the first orangutan,
1: yeah. I hate it. I feel too. Like it's a it's orang- real tricky, yeah.
3: One. It's bad news. Um, I once orangutan lost
1: five dollars in a bet where I swore <laughs> it was a ran ootang.
2: <laughs>
1: I was at yeah. a pub and I'd had like a couple of beers, and I swear to god, I could have sworn I swore every dollar I had in my pocket, which was five dollars. Obviously, we live in a cashless society these days, luckily <laughs> for me, yeah, that mean, day. Yeah. Um,
3: cash is. Covered in bacteria. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Get rid My of
3: it. My dad sent me like a, a long message of like advice from <laughs> a war veteran as to how to deal with the pandemic. Oh. And like war. one of the things was like, I was like, never make sure your car's always at least three-quarter full of petrol. Um, <laughs> like put canned food in your car. Um, and cash is king in society as long as people still value it. Right. Um which is a an apocalyptic thing to type and send to the family chat. And what do yeah. you do um, with
1: that information as well? Keep valuing God knows. cash.
3: <laughs> I was like, I guess so, but then and then the corner shop is like not taking cash. You have to like put it in a soapy bucket.
0: Right, <laughs> right. Yes.
1: That makes sense. People don't want the cash anymore. They just want tap and go. Um, I went to a shop uh, and they just they turned the um, scanner outward, so you just scan your own things at a servo. Oh, Which that makes sense. sense. Yeah. They don't have to touch the thing you've touched. You don't have to touch the thing they've touched. Beep, beep. You're on your way. Yeah.
0: That's <laughs> how it should be.
3: Sufficient.
1: Yeah, sufficient. That's the future. <laughs> Evan, this is where we're living now. This is the future, man.
3: Evan is against uh, cute animals and yep. <laughs> human connection. <laughs> oh, he
1: hates it. He hates it. He's loving, <laughs> yeah. loving this whole thing. <laughs> So what, what do, you, do you, do you want me to read out a bit about uh, The Librarian or do you want what, to, What do you like The Librarian? Because uh, I don't think The Librarian was in the book that I'd read. Uh, which no, is well, called, he's
3: not always. called uh, Masquerade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, He's, yeah, he gets turned into an orangutan um, in the first novel when they're like dealing with all this, like a lot of magic in the library and then he just refused to be turned back. That's his deal. So he, it was like, an he accident? likes being, it was an accident, but he likes it. He likes being an orangutan. He thinks it benefits him as a librarian because he can reach the high books and um, that's,
1: a great that's the
3: whole thing, yeah, basically. Right. Can he talk? He says, he says, ook oh, yes. and eek, and some of the wizards uh, like understand what, what he's saying <laughs> and Dude, they does like the translate. Understand?
1: Oh, okay. No. They translate. He says ooh, and then
3: someone someone says yeah.
0: Great. But are they but are they just saying that, like, the, it, it's a, it's just, it's the easiest thing to just go the 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 orangutan's going ooh ooh ooh, and he's going oh he doesn't want to be turned back. He's happy. He's fine. Leave him alone. <laughs> no. When the no, when I think the they really like.
3: I think it's really covered that they try, and he like runs away and refuses to. Yeah. Right. Okay. Getting he like yeah, and he also bashes anyone who calls him a monkey. That's also a thing. Oh, Mm
1: -hmm. we do the same thing here because he's an ape. He's one of the great apes. I thought that that would be
3: on brand for you. Yeah, (laughs) he he gets very violent Mm. with anyone accusing him of being a monkey.
1: All right. Well, you passed the first test, Grace, because the librarian did indeed first appear in the first novel of the series, which is called... Color of Magic. Yes, two points. Uh, <laughs> thank you. And was
3: if this podcast was just a quiz, I would be I would love that.
1: Honestly. Oh, actually no, you were wrong because he wasn't transformed into an orangutan until The Light Fantastic. At least well, according true. to this. Yeah. Uh, as the oct- So second novel. Octavo fired a beam of magic upwards, a sort of system wide, in this case universe wide update intended to save the eighth creation spell and thus rinse wind, geez, that sounds confusing, from falling off the disc. Discovering that being an orangutan has certain advantages for a librarian, including climbing the bookshelves and using his hands and feet for sorting books, being one such advantage, he refused to be transformed back into a human and has remained an orangutan ever since. Most of the grimeries are highly, what does that mean?
3: Grimoire, it's like (laughs) old-timey magic book.
1: Grimoires. Most of the grimoires are highly dangerous to people, sometimes consuming them, but the librarian is no person and no longer requires a ladder to reach those tricky high-up shelves. He retained his position as librarian despite his condition because, quote, he's the only one who knows where all the books are, end quote. (laughs) And the fact that he could screw a man's head off with his feet Is another reason. Okay, both good reasons.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. No, they're sick. That my mum's a librarian and she can also do both of those things. Whoa, Whoa. (laughs) Evan? Huh? Uh,
0: No, that's pretty good. Um, Andy, uh, you know, doesn't do much with books.
1: One time though, Andy did. He does nothing with his feet. He didn't do anything with his feet, but once he accidentally ripped off Buzz Lightyear's arm.
3: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was that him?
1: Yeah. And oh no, Woody's arm ripped off Woody's arm. Sorry.
0: Yes, oh, I remember yeah. that, and it had to be. And then Woody couldn't on.
1: go to a Cowboy Camp. Was that it? Yeah, yeah. That was did number he, three. Why did
3: he go to? Why did he go to Cowboy Camp?
1: Oh, uh, he we went along with Andy, his uh, owner. Love cowboys.
3: What's a Cowboy Camp?
1: Uh I never asked that many questions to be honest, but <laughs> maybe I should have.
3: What do they do?
1: <laughs> what do they do at camp? Cow- well, Andy's biggest fan, I know. What do they do at Cowboy Camp?
0: I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen the third one. The third one's the only one I haven't watched recently.
1: Right. Well, yeah, that is from the third one.
3: Americans love to, like, theme camps and just send children off into the woods and be like, ah, you, you go and be cowboys or go and be Jewish. Those are the two I could think of. <laughs> it. Well, there's
1: one that's, um, space <laughs> Cowboy camp and Jewish camp. They've space got...
3: camp. That's one. Isn't that
1: wild? And math camp is another one I've math seen. Math camp.
3: In... Pop Fat culture. camp?
1: Yeah. They Fat love
3: to
2: camps
1: theme are real camps. camps. Yeah. Ooh, which one would you have gone to? Uh, um, They all I sound mean, fun.
3: I was a scout for so long. I did regular camp. Yes, where they just camp like,
1: camp. Yeah. No, no, camp that's a different camp.
0: thing as well.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> they teach you how to, like, put on false eyelashes.
0: I would have enjoyed space camp, I reckon. Right. I don't know what it is, I, but it sounds like something I would like.
3: Absolutely agree. I... <laughs> I'm looking at you, Evan, and I see that you would <laughs> have liked to go to space camp. That one
1: feels like it would be the the most obvious that it's not the thing it's telling you it is. You meant is it pretending that you're in space?
0: Is it like a NASA thing? Like it's yeah, I think it's like a
1: Unless there's anti gravity bunk beds, then I don't really see how you can unless like Yeah, go. I
3: guess you have to just like make a lot of models of the solar system with like polystyrene balls and shit. All right, I'm listening.
0: Yeah, oh. I'm guessing it's like when you go to a museum, you know. <laughs> it doesn't it
1: sound
3: like nice the stuff. worst time.
1: Yeah. I love polystyrene balls. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Who doesn't? Oh,
1: So much fun to be had. Fish. Universe. I guess oh, turtles. Yeah, the invo- Mother Nature. <laughs> Never heard of her.
3: <laughs> Who's she's speaking up at the moment, yeah, you know. She's this got is- a thing or
1: two to say. <laughs>
3: We are the virus. I think
1: what she, what I heard her say, <laughs> she only said it in Ooks, <laughs> but I understood. She said,
3: yeah. <laughs> the real animals
1: are the humans. Hmm, Something to think With about.
3: Someone It is. While you're trapped indoors. Yeah. Have a think about that.
1: Uh, so, going Mother Nature's
3: on... just put a gun to the head of our lives. <laughs> think, think about that. Yeah.
1: You've... Mother Nature used to love peace. And she's had to pick up a weapon because yeah. of what we've done with the polystyrophene on... balls. I've added a she's... syllable there.
3: <laughs> she's put on the yellow leather cat suit from Kill Bill. She's like, yeah. I'm not fucking around.
1: I've been trying to tell you.
3: Anyway, I'm taking it in my she's own She's got a hands. katana. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like how you had the word there ready Someone... to go. I was going to say one of them swords. <laughs>
3: I mean, it is. It's it's one of them swords. If, if you've got any art nerds listening, uh, Mother Nature wearing the Kill Bill <laughs> jumpsuit holding a sword. Yeah. Love that. I think
1: someone can make <laughs> that happen, surely.
3: I mean, you're all trapped inside. I would love <laughs> some sort of oil painting, you know. <laughs> My roommate and I, ever since we moved into this house, since we moved here from Queensland, we've been trying to figure out what to put above our fireplace. That oh, might be it.
1: That's it. You want, yes. yeah, right. So you want a, an actual canvas delivered <laughs> to your house. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's asking a lot. Well, if anyone paints is, one, uh, get in contact with me, and I'll I'll it. figure out how to get it over. Yeah, we could scan. <laughs> it. I mean,
3: yeah.
1: do you want to be touching fax. a, a COVID-covered canvas?
3: Yeah, no, you're right. That's a health nightmare. Yeah. that is that's a pandemic risk. I'm, I found out recently that fax stands for facsimile.
2: Yes. Yeah.
3: Fun fact.
1: That is a fun That's fact. It. That I was. I thought. I think God. you might have been the last person to not know that. We've <laughs> yeah. no collected mean, the never, world. I
3: I've never sent or received a fax. Yeah, so you'd be. You would have been was, born
1: after the last one was made. I would have thought.
3: I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was. It was. Yep.
1: Yeah. When <laughs> would you a big, hear the big word fax? for me? Uh, probably only well, in jokes.
3: Yeah. I think I heard it. I've been, like, compulsively watching Criminal Minds. Right. so right. They're still sending faxes at that point 2005. Well, I 2005.
1: mean, Pr- Pratchett started the Discworld series in 83, so that was sort of right in the fax fax heyday. Oh, I,
3: mean, I bet he faxed his fucking novels all the way over to his publisher.
1: Yeah. fax. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's, that's <laughs> probably the sound they would have made. Fax the hell
3: out of them. <laughs> that sounds right. I don't know.
1: He would have been calling from his car phone. <laughs> <laughs> my uncle had a car phone when I was a kid, really, and, and he um it, it cost him like ten grand or something.
3: Why? So oh I've my made, I've god! I made that number
1: up, but it, it cost a, like, <laughs> a fortune. And it could, and it would had a little aerial in the car. You couldn't take it out of the car, but you could make calls no, from inside car the car. Phone. He was telling me about it recently, and it, it he uh, when he drove from Melbourne to Sydney, he could it it broke up before you even got out of the suburbs of Melbourne. Whoa. <laughs> i reckon it might not have been ten grand, but it was some wild cost like that. More expensive. And you than can't a mobile even
3: lean against your car yeah. and make a call, like a cool kid. You have to be inside. Yeah. With the seatbelt on, probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was a law. No calls without yeah. the
3: belt. <laughs> I'm obsessed with like cigarette lighters in cars. Like oh, that's
1: yeah. but they're still bizarre. around bizarre. Or that they would well, th- they ever needed to
3: be that anyone ever Why? What
1: yeah. a funny thing for them to evolve. So they, they were there genuinely to light cigarettes. And then someone's like, yeah. We could use that power for better things.
3: <laughs> we could charge yeah. our fucking Nintendo DSs. <laughs> yeah.
1: From the heat. Yeah, that is a crazy thing. Well yeah. um my family car when I was a kid was from the seventies. So it was, it was old even when I was a kid, but it had like a gen I remember burning myself on it, playing with it as a little kid.
3: Yeah,
0: I
1: did
3: that. Yeah, me too. You push yeah, it in and then and it
1: pops out and you're going, whoa, that looks <laughs> orange and cool. What
3: as shit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I've got a circle But like the now. only
3: the only thing I can imagine happening is people burning themselves. Like yeah. you you just you just ask him for you're just asking for trouble. You, you're driving a motor vehicle. The the time you're most likely to die. Like it's the most dangerous thing everyone does in everyday life. And you just add, like a, like a little Fire. booby a little trap. Stove. Like yeah,
1: <laughs> a tiny stove, tiny electric a- stove.
3: And everyone was on board, like as a society. They were like, Yeah, well, we gotta light our cigarettes while we drive.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that's right. They're pushing it in, they're picking it up, but they fumble it. How many people must have singed their crotches?
3: <laughs> everyone. Everyone. For sure, everyone.
1: Everyone who was born before nineteen eighty-five has burnt their crotch, at least the once.
3: Look, check. check if you if you have access to someone who yep. was born before nineteen eighty five and them. look at look at <laughs> their crotch and they'll be a there'll be a burn on there just right on the on the genitals
1: i reckon yeah a few um i was gonna uh, a few people have just clicked they're like mystery solved
2: yeah
0: (laughs) hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're
2: looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank
1: Apparently, so um, it loved it, right? He, he, he kept the job because he was the only one who knew where the books were. The other wizards only gradually became used to the situation to the extent that, quote, if someone ever reported that there was an orangutan in the library, the wizards would probably go and ask the librarian if it had seen it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. That's from Nightwatch, apparently.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh the it's librarian. The librarian. The librarian is known like for his violent reaction whenever he hears anyone refer to him as a monkey, because orangutans are apes. Grace, you've already covered it. Did you write this article? <laughs>
2: uh, it's,
3: it's you know this is important stuff. Is. They, I love that he he was originally a human being, who you would think had no feelings about primates, but you. Are a human being that I thought had no feelings about primates, and you clearly do. So <laughs> maybe that's not something I can speak to. But then he becomes an orangutan and just immediately becomes just like the like the biggest ally of all time. He's just yeah. like <laughs> violently defending the rights of orangutans <laughs> and their rights to not be called monkeys. That's it's fun. like,
1: I think, yeah, I think it's a big thing, and maybe I hadn't may, really considered this, possibly because I didn't know. But we talked about the film, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs too. Were you on that episode, Ev? No, no, that was with Jackson and Adam from Sands Pants, and they, uh, in it, there's a an orangutan character who's like the lackey of the bad guy, a scientist, and he calls her monkey throughout, and she hates it as well. So I wonder if I mean that's a little nod, huh. a little ook. Am I saying that right?
3: It could, maybe it's just. Just common knowledge. Maybe if we asked Jane Goodall, she'd be like, "Yeah, they hate being called monkeys, man. What yeah. am I? What, what can I say? I mean, <laughs> you, you
1: probably would too. I mean, it's just a, it's a, it's an untrue thing. Be like calling a. It's chicken an aggressive pig. Yeah. Come on, me pig.
3: I'm a chicken.
1: You know what I mean. <laughs> You get it.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
1: Now that I've put it in uh, terms it. you can understand. <laughs> <Into it.
3: laughs> now that I've heard the chicken impression, I am yeah, no, I get it. <laughs>
1: uh, he speaks in an elaborate elaborate language whose vocab consists of the single word "ook" and its antonym "eek," where "ook" means yes and "eek" tends to mean no. Nonetheless, most people seem to be able to understand him. Both his language and his reaction were used separately and together as jokes in the first Discworld game. What does that mean? Why is there a Discworld game? Why was there a first Discworld game?
3: (laughs) I don't know. I think there was like a lot. I think there's some animated stuff. I think they've got right into the digital um, early. Uh, I've never played it. sounds like something I could look up now that i got all the time.
1: You'd be right into actually.
3: I mean, yeah. I am very into the... my ex-boyfriend showed me how to play uh, the Game Boy game of Harry Potter <laughs> and the Chamber of Secrets, like on my computer. Because <laughs> I used to my friend, my um, my family friend used to have the cartridge and I would play it in my Nintendo DS, but it wasn't my cartridge, so I didn't get to keep it. And my DS is is fucked now, but and my 3DS doesn't take in um uh, doesn't take Game Boy cartridges, and so I just like suddenly, so, I suddenly got the urge like a year ago to play this very specific game. <laughs> that is <laughs> very so now specific. It's like a tiny little screen on my desktop computer. Like
1: <laughs> Evan, is this does this mean much to you? You're a, a gaming man.
0: Yeah.
1: From the gaming show. Yes. Have you ever? And you like Harry Potter. Uh,
0: yes. What was the question?
1: Is it, Are you a fan <laughs> of this game as well? I've never heard of it.
0: No, I, 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 no, there's no Harry Potter games that I.
1: Oh, okay. uh, I forgot. He's up on his high horse. Sorry, Grace.
0: It's a.
3: I mean, I think it's quite a bad game. Like it's really, it was really hard to play. Like there was this part where you had to like jump on these platforms to catch these beans that were like flopping around. But the, the platforms would like dissolve under you. And I couldn't, I couldn't get it. I think. I kept having to replay the game because I couldn't get past a certain point. And there was like you had to play Quidditch at one point. It was really hard. Um, But the animation really struck me, I think, is what it was. Quidditch is fun.
1: you got to snaffle that golden uh, birdie ball and uh, throw it through the old dingleberry. Love that (laughs) shit. Love it. Can we do it? Yeah. Let's go, team. Let's go Hufflepuffs.
3: (laughs) Hufflepuff.
1: I'm a Hufflepuff. So, I yeah yeah you probably I did the quiz I did the quiz and I was a Hufflepuff.
0: I think I'm a Gryffindor.
3: (laughs) Yeah, me too.
1: Oh, okay. I was (laughs) I thought (laughs) I thought I was talking to a fellow puffer, but uh,
3: (laughs) I say I like Harry Potter.
0: I like the Harry Potter films. I've never read any of the books. Yeah, I haven't read the books either.
3: Oh man, you got to read the books. They're great. I listen to some of the
1: Stephen Fry audio book versions. Oh
3: man, they're brilliant. I listen to them like every year because they're just like very long movies for my ears
1: yeah (laughs) i'm into it
3: i'm a big i'm a big audiobook fan i uh, i will defend i've always been an audio because my mom's a librarian so she used to bring home audiobooks on cd and cassette tape um i had a a bunch of the terry pratchett ones on cassette tape from the library actually did he read um uh no stephen briggs reads them and someone else i think stephen briggs reads a lot of the original ones i think or Maybe it's someone else.
1: Oh, that's a, um, that's a good point. I'm right into the audiobooks of recent times as well. Feels like the, future. the best. Who reads with I their eyes s- anymore? <laughs> read with your ears.
3: I mean, it's two different skills. You got to do both. My mum is like up on me about it because wow. <laughs> she's like, because um, I'm like reading with my cousins um, over the phone. Yeah, she's okay. Like you got to you got to read with your eyes and your ears. But, yeah, sort of like uh,
1: one of those old ones where it goes, when you hear the chime, turn the page. That sort of thing.
3: <laughs> What's that?
1: That might be a thing from back in my day, but uh, when I was a kid, there were audio <laughs> books for kids, and you'd yeah. play. play you play the audio and read the book, and it said, "When there's a chi- when you hear the chime, turn the page." Anyway, oh
3: right, you read and listen at the same time.
1: Yes, yeah, that's what I well, was. Like I was misinterpreting what listen. you were saying for a bit of what I thought was for uh, the for humor. And it turned out to no, be bafflement.
3: Just confusion. <laughs>
0: yeah. So there was six Tell us
3: more about again. the olden times.
0: <laughs> there were six discord. I burnt my crotch.
3: <laughs> Everyone did. It was a rite of passage. <laughs> you know how old people have like the scar from getting the polio vaccine?
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: it's like that scar and the burn on your crotch.
1: <laughs> we're all doing it, man. Evans looked up this game. What do you
0: reckon? Well, I I just I'm just looking at the Wikipedia. There's six games
1: for Discworld.
0: Yeah, so there's the Color of Magic on Commodore sixty four. Oh wow. Discworld MUD, mud. I I don't know what that is.
3: (laughs) That spells mud.
0: It it does, but it's (laughs) in capitals, so I feel like there's more to it than that. Um, Then there's uh, maybe it's
3: like a card game.
0: That was like a web game sort of thing. Um, and then there's also um, Discworld, just called Discworld, which was like a PC um, game, it was also on PlayStation and Sega Saturn. Um, oh, yeah. And then there was the sequel, Discworld 2, Missing Presumed, um, which is also on on PC, PlayStation and Saturn. And then there was uh, Discworld Noir, which was on PC and PlayStation. Uh, and then So they're this... not
3: based on the books? What? They're not like you play through the books? like No, the Harry no, Potter I guess not.
0: Are. Um then the last one is Discworld: The Color of Magic, which is a phone game oh. from 2006. So it can't uh-huh. kind have of been a very interesting phone game.
1: Yeah, for I cannot imagine. And that is it. That that is one of the books, isn't it? The Color of Night.
3: That's the first oh, sorry, one. Sorry, The yeah. Color
1: of Magic. Yeah. Sorry, yep. I've merged two book titles together. I think. Uh... Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, that's interesting. That like so. Yeah, he's he's anti Hollywood, but he'll sell to any gaming. <laughs> There's also
0: board games and card games. And, like his, there's so much going through this. It's huge.
3: His daughter designs video games. I think.
0: Right. Okay.
1: So if his daughter Maybe was Steven that's... Spielberg, he would have been happy with her film.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think he just you know needs someone to trust.
1: Yeah. Okay. With his baby. Very uh, suspicious
3: man. I don't know. I don't. I'd never met him.
1: <laughs> do you know what the librarian's actual name is, Grace?
3: Um, I don't think it's ever said, Ah, is it?
1: Ah, yes. Well done. It was a trick question. (laughs) He's always simply the librarian. If the librarian's true name were known, he could be changed back into a human, and he has carefully excised his name from the records of the university since he has special access. The Discworld companion hints that he may once have been Dr. Horace Warblehat, which goes a long way to explaining why he's happier as an orangutan and as a human, oh, a little bit of editorializing in the wiki there. Well,
0: because he has a bad name, <laughs> yeah, I think
1: so. Or he has a wobbly <laughs> hat. His name, oh, because of the wobbly hat. Orangutans <laughs> have very sturdy heads, no wobble yeah. on the hat. Uh, the art of Discworld confirms that the librarian was indeed Doctor Horace Wobblehat, uh, and that his fears of turning back into a human are baseless at most. Although with such a name, one could only surmise that he has a past to which he doesn't want to go back. What is this? the author of this fandom this page?
3: Someone is actually te- making leaps in the yes. wiki there.
1: <laughs> in the in the rinse wind, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Rincewind is apparently the only wizard who still remembers the librarian's name but agreed not to tell anyone. The librarian served a brief stint in the City Watch during the Reign of Terror caused by the dragon of Ankh-Morpork. Am I saying "ank more pork," right?
3: Yeah, that's how you say it. "Ank more pork." It's important to hit the "ank," right? You're like "ank," bit bit "ank,"
1: "ank." <laughs> uh, in so in the Reign of Terror, uh, the librarian helped rescue say. Sam Vines from the patriot, the patricians' cell. What mm, are, the yep.
3: patrician is like the dictator.
1: Oh right, uh, he he's re- like in charge. He retained an honorary position. Thanks for explaining what dictator. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like he's not a he. There's gov. There's sort of there's no. There's not. He's a dictator. No, I stand by what I said.
1: Okay. He. Retained. I don't want to
3: speak out of turn.
1: Okay. Well, it's important you don't because the nerds are listening. <laughs> now nah, my yeah. oh, listeners here so are very cool <laughs> uh, and great oil painters. Uh, <laughs> I assume I bet you there
3: are I bet you there's one oil painter listening to this Being like <laughs> my time has come What was the thing
1: you wanted again Oh you wanted Mother
3: <laughs> Terry Nature Pratt? Oh
0: yeah Mother Nature
3: dressed Mother Nature as,
0: uh,
1: in, in the, in the in Kill the yellow.
3: Bill Yellow Yeah
0: that's right Yes With a katana
3: <laughs> Yeah Just scything off heads in this pandemic <laughs>
1: Uh, he retained an honorary position with the Watch and is considered to be one of the first members of the Specials, the Ankh Morpork City Militia from Thud. He also used the librarian. well, uh, librarian, oh, frick. Librarianic ability. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I think I got away with that.
2: <laughs> he yeah. also
1: used the librarianic ability of traveling through L Space, which is the. Extra dimensional space that connects all libraries and other large accumulations of books.
2: Okay.
3: The internet.
1: <laughs> to save <laughs> books from the great library of Ephib in Small Gods. In soul music he joined the rock band with Rocks in. Ah, which we were talking about before, Grace. Since his large hands and wide reach made him an excellent keyboard player,
3: mm.
1: would have thought large fingers would have would have negated some of that benefit. Uh, so we... I
3: make, If you make the keyboard real wide with, like, big keys.
1: Oh, good point. I hadn't really considered that.
3: <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm just, that is just a very, solving problems. That is a
1: good point. You've solved a problem. You've made the keyboard wider, though, in the meantime.
3: Yeah, harder to get through doors then. Uh.
1: <laughs> you know, you've solved one problem and created another.
3: Yeah, but he can also use his feet on the oh, keyboard. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which... Do, do primates often play piano? It feels like they should.
1: Yeah. Not that I know of, but I think they should too. Yeah. I mean, apart from the humans, of course.
0: Should suggest that to them.
1: Yeah. To them? Yeah. Let's <laughs> let them know.
3: Yeah. The consulate, the, the representative <laughs> of, the, of the apes. Yeah. Jane Goodall, I guess.
1: Yeah, we'll get Jane on the blower.
3: Yeah, I'll get we'll in touch. <laughs> pass that
1: on. Uh, he left the band uh, before they became famous, though. Uh, which could be a reference to the Beatles, they opine in this article. <laughs> I mean, people have left other bands before they got famous. Most <laughs> bands have had that happen.
0: It seems like there's 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 enough here in the text that you don't need to be like yeah, <laughs> reaching for there's so subtext. much detail. Yeah,
3: I think they I think they do jokes. Uh, I think they do jokes in the book about them writing songs that are like parodies of Beatles songs. Either that or the, no, I think it's the Rolling Stones. I think they do parodies of the Rolling Stones songs because it's rock music.
1: Ah, that makes sense. The stones, the rocks rocks in. Yeah. Uh, he remains the chief organist. that is
3: someone on the wiki getting out of line.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He remains the chief organist for the university and briefly for the opera house and does not consider an organ complete without a vox diabolica stop. A thunder pedal and a two-five-six-foot earthquake pipe. I'm with him on that one. That probably,
3: (laughs) that probably, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna have an organ, yeah, do it it properly, you?
1: Or fuck off.
3: (laughs) That probably came up uh, in Masquerade, which is did,
1: which is the book, the book that you've read
3: (laughs) and you saw.
1: I saw it and I read it. I I can do both. Uh, the Saw librarian it your eyes, picked
3: it up with your hands yeah oh yeah
1: read it with your eyes and my feet i've got long toes much like an orangutan <laughs> the librarian. that's why you started
3: the podcast yeah all
1: right well the secret is now out <laughs>
3: <laughs> i'm sorry were you waiting to reveal that for the 100th episode
1: <laughs> <was gonna> <laughs> the, the big finale but um you know cat's out of the bag we can finish now <laughs>
3: <laughs> saves you some editing the librarian? No, it doesn't. You just Which told I me do. you didn't I edit. Do.
1: And I think it'll be clear this yeah. episode because I reckon there is a slight <laughs> lag that's come in and I keep talking over you. I think I've done it about 17 times now and I feel bad every time. I'm glad you brought it up so I can apologize You the know who...
3: <laughs> You know who we could blame for this? COVID-19. Yes. Yes. So.
1: yes. You dog, COVID-19. Hey. I mean this from uh, in all sincerity. COVID nineteen can fuck off,
3: <laughs> and that's a quote. You can yeah. quote him on that.
1: Quote me. That's on He's the no record. He's no guy
3: Montgomery. No. Pro 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 coronavirus uh, guy Montgomery. Is that true, famously, sir?
1: Guy Montgomery's pro coronavirus. <laughs> that is I mean, disappointing.
3: I know. <laughs> People have died. It is. You know. I was. I really admired him, and. uh
1: People often talk about New Zealand being great uh, world leaders, or at least Jacinda Ardern is seen as being uh, a great leader when it came to COVID nineteen. Very disappointing to hear one of her her biggest exports, um,
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Guy Montgomery, fledglings. Yeah,
1: that is very disappointing. Um, so actually, <laughs> you know, before when I said send your hate to Grace, please send it to <laughs> Guy Montgomery and do at him. tweet, yes.
3: tweet it at. Put it out.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, The librarian is a member of a small elite group of senior librarians who have the knowledge and ability to travel through L space. The very strict rules that members of this group uh, pledge to enforce are one, silence. Two, books must be returned no later than the date shown. And three, do not meddle with the nature of causality. (laughs) That's fun. The old rule of three. He knows what's (laughs) going on.
0: Yeah.
3: (laughs) He knows.
1: Uh, of course, the librarian. This is in brackets again, so probably something stupid. <laughs> of course, yeah. the librarian has been known to break both the first and third rules on occasion, but he is adamant about the second. Okay, the date you got to return books by the date. All right, mm. we're almost coming up at the end of this article. He's become a part of a Discworld uh, of Discworld language <laughs> in that to go to uh, to go librarian poo means to go insane. A not so subtle reference to the expression "going apeshit." Oh, that was subtle. Yeah, that was pretty subtle for me. (laughs) That was so subtle. Yeah, I I was.
3: I didn't get it until. Yeah, (laughs) no, I didn't get it. So that is. (laughs) Uh, That is niche. (laughs) Bit of
1: wordplay there in Men at Arms. Oh, he loves it. He loves a bit of (laughs) wordplay. This guy, I reckon, a lot of what Terry Pratchett does is with words. Mm. He plays with words. His paints pictures. His main area. Yeah. <laughs> I think it makes jokes tape. with words. Oh, he does. Yeah. He does do that, um, and that's one of the things I find inspiring about him. That's something that I'm going to try and yeah. do one day. Uh,
3: I mean, we say "does." He's he's dead. Well, <laughs> he died when lived. I was in year twelve, and
0: he devastating
1: grace. The words are written. His legacy lives on. Uh, yeah, you can't yeah. kill a man who has released 41 novels. <laughs> he will live on as long as those paperbacks survive.
3: I think that's one of his most famous quotes. Hang on, let me find it. It's like... Um...
1: You find it, I'll just finish this. There's just a couple of sentences to finish off here. Uh, in Men at Arms, it is stated that the librarian likes being the best man at weddings because the bride has to kiss him and is not allowed to run away. What?
2: that's,
3: that's <laughs> not a wedding oh, no. rule anymore. Is that, it?
1: That, took a that, turn. that
3: is not the case. <laughs> that
1: isn't the. That's oh. not a rule. I've never seen.
0: No, <laughs> you kissed the I best man. I don't
3: know that.
1: Well, is I that forget this is in the disc world, so <laughs> different rules apply. I saw
3: my Brahman and I watched um, Men in Tights. The Robin Hood Men in Tights the other day, and at the end when he marries Maid Marian, the king like interrupts the wedding and is like, "You can't get married because you haven't kissed the king." And then they like full on make out, and like that's the joke. But it's like, I I don't uh, know about this tradition. <laughs>
1: yeah, is the the king was the king Sean Connery in that? Am I remembering that? No, that was the uh, the Kevin Costner one. Who was it? It was Patrick um, Stewart or someone like that, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, it's Patrick Stewart. Yeah.
1: You'd love it, Evan. I do
0: like Patrick Stewart. I am
3: Patrick oh.
0: Stewart. Huh? Pretty good.
3: <laughs> I mean, I
0: think that's Sean Connery so, again. Damn
3: it! Spot on.
1: That was me. That was me impersonating Tony Martin, impersonating Patrick <laughs> Stewart on a sketch about a McDonald's drive-through from the nineties. Okay. What?
3: Specific.
2: Yeah.
1: He goes to the drive-through. He goes. I'll have one Big Mac meal. Will that be all, said? No, and one small Sprite, and one. Was it like in reference? Fillet o' oh, fish. Yeah,
0: what's the joke here?
3: he has <laughs> got a funny. Yeah, was voice? it in reference to something that Patrick Stewart had done, or well, something that McDonald's it was, I had think done? It, or... it was
1: him in character as Star Trek, and he's. They go, okay, sir. Can you just move to the next? Window? Ah, oh, the next window, another portal to a new dimension. Right. It was, f- I look at you two bagging out Tony Martin's no, comedy no, no, work. No,
0: I'm sure. Is
1: absolutely. No, I'm, <laughs> you, I mean, Bro you're. Tony Martin. Okay. Well, it...
3: Actually, I wrote an article about podcasts in my last year of uni. Oh, here we and go. And I didn't put Tony, I didn't put Tony Martin's podcast in the article. And all, he, Tony Martin tweeted about it and he was like, not in the article, and all Tony Martin fans had a go at me, and I just wanted 150 bucks, you know. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I think not... it, was a,
1: it was a good point. <laughs> Sizzle Town, great podcast.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I didn't put it in because I didn't ask my dad before I wrote the article. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> he's been on this podcast, this before. A... Do you know that Grace? He was on here before you. Justin, you respect those <laughs> who have come before. <laughs>
3: No, I'm beefing. I'm beefing with Tony <laughs> Martin. You're trying to
1: start a Tony Martin beef?
3: <laughs> I don't have anything else to do. Fight me, Tony Martin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, in in uh, in defense of the sketch, I'm misremembering a sketch from 20 years ago, and and I think I'm forgetting to put in the joke parts of it, but I remember it being one of the funniest things I'd ever heard.
3: No, I mean, I I, I like it. I, and like I don't it even think really I knew great. who
1: Patrick Stewart was.
3: <laughs> so I,
1: re- I wouldn't have got it on any level. I've never when seen stuff before. I still haven't.
3: When so- I went to, <laughs> when I went to Greece with my family, I like tried to pick. Up- I tried to think of any Greek I knew, and the only Greek I could remember, like think of, was from um, a Tina Fey. SNL sketch where she's like, she's like a reformer, a reformer that means I'm ashamed <laughs> that's all I can say
2: that
1: can come in handy um, yeah. when yeah.
3: travelling um, I was trying to order ice cream I'm like <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we get it, you're in an ice cream shop just what, what flavour
3: point, could you point?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty straightforward one <laughs> um so, in Men at Arms, it is stated that the librarian likes being the best. Oh, I've said all this. So I don't need to go back there. In Lords and Ladies, the librarian was the best man for Magrat and Verence. Uh, Magrat. Magrat, sorry. Uh, in the Discworld picture book, Where's My Cow?, it is shown to have won the Ankh-Morpork Librarians Award. It is shown. What is that? Oh, the book has been shown. I thought they were calling the librarian <laughs> it, and he'd won its own award. <laughs> Uh, so that's the article, great I mean, article, would. fantastic work, uh, put in there by the unnamed authors. <laughs> uh, but before, we, before Could've we liked. go, I asked listeners to, um, uh, if they had any comments, I said um, I was going to talk about the librarian and Discworld today and if they had any questions, uh, or comments about it. So I'm just going to go, there's, you know, uh, just a few here. I'll just push through these. If you've got time, Grace. Sweet. Yes. Uh, Kayla MH writes, uh, on a scale of uh, one to ten bananas, this is for you, Grace, on the scale of one to ten bananas,
3: how pissed... My my usual scale.
1: (laughs) Yeah. How pissed is Grace about the pictures released upon the upcoming Night's Watch TV series?
3: Oh, I I didn't know they were making one. God, I'm such a bad fan.
1: Bad fan, bad fan. (laughs) (laughs)
3: I feel like people were mad about something. I remember that.
0: People are always mad about something. I wonder what. Yeah, I wonder mad what about they've done. You. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves
0: Raymond. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I
3: just googled Nightwatch TV series, and it's like a show about ambulances. So that. Yeah, I mean, if that's what it is. New
1: Orleans practically crackles with energy and life, but there's a dark side to the beauty. Filming Nightwatch. Oh. That's a different.
3: They've thing. made like a like a. Uh, uh, what's a like a steampunk? Oh, um, sort of aesthetic punk rock thriller.
1: Okay, so they've just they've fully changed the aesthetic of the books.
3: Yeah, I think so. Which, yeah, that I'm not into that.
1: That does seem like a weird call. Okay, so one to ten, how how pissed off are you?
3: I guess I'm not that pissed off. I'm like
1: your rage four can bananas. Four. Yeah, I'm yeah.
3: like. Mm, who who why who's made this call you know
1: seems like a weird call i'm
3: not i'm not gonna send an email yeah but i know what i would say if i was gonna send an email you know what i mean
1: i think a a steampunk fan has gone oh i've got a few spare costumes
3: yeah like that's what's happened chuck a chuck a bell on that belt
1: (laughs) scott coventry writes i love the librarian as a character can't wait for the episode a question for you and the guests if you got hit by a weird magic wave, what primate would you want to turn into? <laughs> ah. I think... I mean,
3: Evan would want Andy from Toy Andy Story. from Toy
1: Story. <laughs> just a big old pair of legs.
0: I was going to say uh, the human. <laughs> oh, okay. Would be great.
1: But, I mean, I don't know if you can turn yeah, into but... a human unless you're implying that you're not a human already.
0: Uh, no, look, Space I think... Space camp. You know, you can... Maybe I could be a different human.
1: Okay. Could, uh, he's right, so if the you
3: were holes. hit by a magic <laughs> wave, you would turn into Dame Maggie Smith.
0: Uh, well, look, she's great. I don't know if she's got much longer left, but she's um, she's I, you know, she's a, a great actress.
3: Um, you heard it here first. Evan is <laughs> threatening Dame no, Maggie Smith. No, <laughs> we must protect her. And it'd be I, there's just like an assassination an Andy at fan foot. Who
1: Say someone's on their last
0: legs. <laughs> <laughs> I watched First Wives Club the other day, which which has Maggie Smith in it. So did I. And she's old in that, and that's an old film. She's
3: old. Yeah, that's all I'm she's, saying.
0: That's all I'm saying. We <laughs> just
1: uh, this week's do go on, which is another podcast I do, Grace, uh, about a different topic each week. And this week it was about uh, Betty White, and it was her about her life. She's now ninety eight. She was she played an oh. old retired woman in the eighties. Isn't that wild?
3: Yeah, that, that is. Are you familiar with that at all?
1: You probably yeah. Don't. Golden Girls. Yes.
3: Yeah. Bromwin, loves First Wives Club, and she loves Golden Girls, and so Bromwen she has, cuss uh, your, made me watch both of those things. Your friend yeah. and
1: comedy partner
3: and roommate in crime. Yeah, and she, she, uh, yeah, she's very annoyed at the lack of things I've watched a lot of the time. Yeah, right I wasn't on. allowed to watch TV as a kid, so I haven't seen The Simpsons. Ah.
1: you see. read a lot of books mm. though i
3: read a lot of books. I'm going to be turned
1: into <laughs> an orangutan uh, like the librarian, I think, by this magic wave. Did you call one, Grace?
3: Um, I think Lima.
1: Oh, yeah, great.
3: Ringtail? I've been thinking about them since we mentioned it, and <laughs> I like that they live only in one island, and they all get to hang out together, and I like their stripy tails. And you like Sashen um, Baron
1: Cohen? Hmm. I think I added an N there. Sashen Baron Cohen.
3: Sashen Sach- <laughs> Baron Cohen. He's sashing into the room. <laughs>
1: Uh, Aaron Land writes, uh, oh, I'm, I'm so excited. I wasn't sure you would get to this one. I'm terrible of thinking of questions though. Aaron, you don't need to. Your comment was so much. You've oh, done enough. Wasn't a question? No. <laughs>
0: oh, okay.
1: Uh, Sam Sumner writes, love Discworld. Really looking forward to the new City Watch adaptation in the works. Getting no Oh! Question, a
0: great
1: you didn't know about that? What does that mean?
3: He's, well, that's what it's we were just talking home. about.
1: Oh He's on board. Yeah.
3: I he's he's about, about it.
1: Moments ago. Uh, <laughs> wait, this thing the Night Watch TV series is different to the City Watch adaptation.
0: It's just called The Watch is the oh, new series.
1: Okay, great. Well, yeah. I apologize. So the, if they didn't use Nightwatch the exact same words, I was gonna be confused.
3: <laughs> Night Watch is one of the books and the City Watch is like a series of the of books cuz gotcha. it's about the city watch. Okay. But one of them is called Night Watch. I imagine the TV show TV show will do several of the books or several stories maybe Yeah. All right. the ones.
1: I think Sam Sumner's just outed himself as a steampunk.
3: I think so. I mean, I'm pretty sure Sam Sumner has goggles on his head right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I can't put money on it because I don't have any, but I'm...
1: I'm putting $5 on. Strong guess. <laughs> Jeffrey
3: cash. Harman, so yeah,
1: cash. Dangerous. Dirty cash. Dirty, dirty cash. <laughs> Jeffrey Harmon writes in his mouth. two questions. Why is The Hogfather mm-hmm. the best book? And do you put raisins in your curries?
3: Uh, I do not. Second question, I don't put raisins in my curries, but I don't eat curries okay. at all because I don't... Like flavor.
1: Is that a reference to <laughs> something, or is that just a? a... That's me,
3: baby. <laughs> Recently, I wanted to support a local business, so I All ordered right, plain okay. rice. Here we go. And and garlic naan from I an Indian garlic restaurant. Because I wanted to support a ref- restaurant without getting involved with any any curries flavor. Yeah, yeah. I love Indian <laughs> any spice. I'm, I'm big, hungry.
1: I want some right now. Yeah, I'm so hungry for a but, curry right uh, now.
0: But I've never had one with raisins. No, neither. Is that a reference to I this guess it, world, though?
3: I guess so. Yeah. I can't remember which one.
1: And the Hogfather. It sounds familiar. Is the Hogfather your oh, favorite it's, book, or the best? Uh book? I
3: have so many favorites. Okay. Um, I like. I love the Hogfather. It is definitely one of my favorites. That's the Christmas like special, sort of. The Christmas one, yeah. It's yeah. a delight. It's about um, uh, someone kills the Hogfather which is, like, their ver- version of Father Christmas. Is, so and Death has to deliver all the presents. Oh, yes.
1: that's fun.
3: Yeah, and so I Death love has to deliver Christmas. all the presents.
1: That feels like the one I should read if I read another yeah, one. Yeah,
3: you should. And it's, it's like, totally fine. A lot of them are, like, you can read any of them out of sequence, basically, but some of them, like, are better with more context. But yep. Hogfather is, like, just fun to read by itself. Okay. It's about Death's uh, granddaughter, um... And the kids she babysits. Like she oh, cool. she's a governess for kids and she has to like solve who's killed the hog father. And it's the Assassin's Guild. Um, I think I'm their like, most like their most rageful assassin, Mr. Tiatame. Which is spelled Baron tea Cohen. time. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: for that. Um, I do regret that. I do Matt, regret Matt, that.
1: Matt just
3: <laughs> Matt just put his head in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch your face! Oh no, There's a pandemic! Oh no!
1: Uh, yeah, I think I might have to. That sounds great. That sounds really fun. Yeah, love Christmas. In the audio... I'm into this. All I'm... the audiobooks are fun. Oh yeah, I'll auto audio it. Love that because I can read with the lights off. My favorite thing to do. Uh, what a
3: what a dream! What Rachel a world.
1: Johnson writes. Which is your? This is you, Grace. Which is your favorite subset of stories within the Discworld? Uh, Rachel's favorite is either the witches or the city watch.
3: Yeah. I like the witches and I like death. Um, but I also like, uh, the moist fan- I think I like the moist von big, big ones, which is, there's not that many of them, but the one about making the postal service and the one about making the bank, um, are two of my favorites. Cool. Um, so yeah, I like the witches and death and moist von big, I think. Lipwig.
1: I'm starting to believe that you've read all these books. (laughs) Uh, Tong Sampson writes. I'm working through the series in publication order. Currently in Mm. Guards, Guards, which I think is my favourite book title that I've seen. uh, And enjoying it very much. I think that's
3: one of the first City Watch ones. Okay, if not the first.
1: Uh, Tong's question for you, Grace, is: Do you have a favourite quote from the series?
3: Um, oh man, I wish I'd, I should have gotten one out. Oh, the one I went to look up before was a man is not dead while his name is still spoken.
1: Right. Um, oh, that's which is, so perfect. I imagine that would have brought a, I imagine that would have circulated a lot when he passed
3: a of what we were talking. Yeah, it did. It was, um, yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I can't remember what my favorite quote is. I like, I like so many of them. And every time I see a new one, I'm like, oh man, that one's so good. Um, I, the, I like, um, the thing, well, I can't remember what the quote is, where it's like, um, multiple exclamation marks is the sign of a damaged mind.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm a big (laughs) exclaimer.
3: Which is clear from my, uh, Twitter. So (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, if it, my texting and emailing, I'm like only every second sentence can end in an exclamation mark. I've had to like yeah, wean cool it down.
3: Cool yeah. it.
1: Which is wild because you I can't do be not exclaiming talk. that much. I, I don't talk in exclamations ever, so it's weird that I. I write mean, you in just you, I just did then, didn't you? You just exclaimed. Damn it! Yeah. I've been caught in a lie <laughs> so efficiently. Uh, thank you, Tong. Uh, Chris Potts writes: If the librarian was to set off. On his own adventure, what other Discworld character would make the best companion? Uh, who should he be teamed up with? Chris Potts. Mm. What a question!
3: I think the I think Rincewind and the Librarian have a very special relationship, which I enjoy. Um, he's yeah, they they like they have a deep bond. I think they would adventure well, um, but I also think that the most chaotic. Like a tale, I would love would be the librarian and the luggage. Um, on, what does that mean? The luggage. <laughs> the luggage is um, this chest is a magical box on legs, um, and it eats people. Um, and it follows. Uh, it belongs to Two Flower, the, the the first tourist in the first book, and then it like imprints on Rincewind and it follows him around. And like wherever he goes, no matter how far away he goes, the luggage is always following him. Um, and they, he's the luggage is always sort of just like eating people up and getting into fights and just tottering or you know, toddling around looking for a wince wind. That sounds fun, fun vibe.
1: I've never heard of the luggage, the
3: librarian and the the luggage would be, um, would be a cool, cool little duo.
1: I just said I've never heard of the luggage, but I've never heard of most of these things. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know why I thought that was worth saying out loud. Chris has given his suggestion, he said. He'd like to see a a story where the librarian is tricked into taking c Dibbler through L-Space for some money-making scheme. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I mean, all this sounds like gibberish if you (laughs) don't.
3: Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) it definitely definitely does. (laughs) Uh,
1: Thank you, Chris Potts. Uh, Ian Matthew Bassett writes, uh, Ask Grace her favourite character and favourite book. You've sort of touched on your favorite books which you found hard. What about character?
3: Um, character. I like Death definitely. My dad's favorite character is Death. Um oh no, I think I like Moist von Lipwig and I like oh who's his his girlfriend? Um, he meets a a, a girl a, a lady who's in charge of um freeing the golems.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. yes. Um,
3: <laughs> and My they precious, go that out. sort of
1: stuff, right? Yeah, yeah.
3: And she's, she's very no. She, uh, the Golem is like a big man made out of clay. Okay, damn it. Um <laughs> I, with a-,
1: oh, I can see that.
3: <laughs> a fire inside him, and he like, oh. he's like a, he never sleeps, and he's like a tool. How so can he be made out of clay if for... he's got a
0: fire in him? He'd fire he's himself. He's his own kiln. <laughs> Get out of the kiln,
3: you are. I the don't kiln. know, man.
1: <laughs> this
0: doesn't make any sense yeah. at all.
3: Yeah. Um it's it's all it's all, it's really all gibberish. That's no, you're right. a little
1: far fetched, to be honest, Grace.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um cut the Dibbler that he was talking about before is called Cut Me Own Throat Dibbler. And he's like um <laughs> the criminal. Right. Um that's what C stands for. Cut uh, Me Own Throat. And he's always like looking throat. for an opportunity to make a buck. Right. You know?
1: Oh fun. Um it's
3: all fun.
1: It's <laughs> uh, Two last ones. It's
3: all lame as shit. No, but it's
1: fun. I mean, everything's lame. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: Uh, yeah.
1: Once you get to my no, that age, you don't worry about that sort of stuff anymore, Grace. I know you're still trying That's... to be real cool. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's why I'm telling everyone to get on Twitter. I'm like, nothing matters. Come and tweet.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Taylorson Bailey writes, why did death of rats get to stick around but not death of apes? Ooh, is that, what does that mean? Death of Rats, think, you explained before, is the death for rats?
3: I think Death of Rats was just like for one joke in one book and then he just like kept writing it in because he thought it was funny. Um, I guess the Death of Apes was only useful for the one joke right. <laughs> and didn't stick around. Although I guess maybe he didn't want to stick it around because because he wrote um, The Librarian as an orang- orang- orangutan. Uh, he got involved with like uh, charities, Um, Uh The Orangutan Foundation Yeah, right Um, And he like raised a lot of Like a couple of his books And like um, money still goes to them and stuff Oh, that's cool He's like He wrote a non-fiction essay in one of uh, What's it called? a slip of the keyboard about how he, he just was like, I thought it would be funny if the librarian was an orangutan. And now I'm like giving keynote speeches that like (laughs) save the jungle. Like (laughs) he accidentally became like a voice for the apes. Like, um, that's
1: amazing.
3: I just thought it would be funny, Um, which is fun. Yeah. I can't relate to uh, raising a bunch of money.
1: Can't relate to um, thinking something would be funny and then committing to it for around a hundred
3: financially. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um,
3: <laughs> I have, I have a joke about getting my pussy eaten by a shark, but I've never <laughs> donated money to any shark charities. Well, or
0: <laughs> people pussy charities. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah.
3: I mean, that's all I'm donating to <laughs> support your local pussy charity guys.
1: That bit's been animated online. If people follow you on Twitter, they'll be able to find that.
3: Oh yeah. It's my pin tweet. It's animated by my friend Aaron, Michelle. It's real, it's real cool.
1: So good. That's such cool animation. Um,
3: yeah, she sat on my bedroom floor for like two weeks and like cut up bits of paper. And I would get home from work and she'd yell. It was great. Uh, <laughs> That's the artist process. Oh,
1: I love art. I love artists. I love processes. <laughs> oh. The final one is from Martin Weaver, and it just uh, he just writes "ook?" Question mark. Do you know what that means? Ook
3: indeed. Can you Ook speak- indeed. <laughs> yeah. Martin Weaver. Ook on. Fight son. the power. Ook. Ugon.
0: It means yes, right? Oh, uh, if I've been listening. Properly? Yeah, but
3: it could also
1: can mean anything. I yeah, think. I
0: guess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, all right. Well, uh, I should say, Grace. We haven't even mentioned this, but this is, um, this is April. This is the big month for the Primates Podcast. Yeah, We're doing the right. five biggest ape-based topics of all time, the most voted for ape topics, and this was the fourth highest voted for ape to- topic. Topic.
3: Oh, man. Very oh, popular. You should, I can't believe I've been trusted with it.
1: Oh well, No, you seem so trustworthy on this. It's like it's <laughs> you're the biggest disc head I know, so that makes it a lot <laughs> the easiest of choices to make. Oh, no. It was suggested by a few people, including Colin from Philadelphia, uh, who has asked, what's your favourite banana-related dish? For me, it's got to be the banana split. I mean, it's got to be or banana pancakes. They're the big. Oh, yeah, pancakes. that's
0: pretty
1: good. Uh, I'd say
3: banana bread.
1: Oh, banana- yes, bananas! Banana bread's good great. in a lot of ways. Stephen Edmonds also suggested it from Melbourne, and he also asked the question "Ook," <laughs> uh, which is fun.
3: These nerds get it. They get it. <laughs>
1: Uh, and Aaron, who, who we heard from before also suggested it makes sense that they were happy to hear about it. They're from Florida in the USA, uh, wants to know, it's funny cause they said they're not good at asking questions, but when they suggested this topic in 2018, they asked the question, <laughs> would you ever want a pet primate? And, uh, I'd have to say no. F- through the course of this show, I've learned that it is, um, unfortunately, Super cruel because none of them are. then are just not. none of them are yeah, domesticated they, anyway. It's not what but for. it's just yeah.
3: I'm not they're a big not designed
1: big pet person anyway. Like Evan, I think rabbits should roam free <laughs> until we get meningococcal or whatever, and right. try to bring mixomatosis
3: maybe. What's mixomatosis? <laughs>
1: yeah. Anyway.
3: Yeah. I. This is my first interaction with a rabbit because I'm from Queensland and you're a lot. You're. It's illegal to own a rabbit in Queensland. You can go to jail, oh, or get a ten thousand dollar fine. Wow! So I moved down here. I was I've had guinea pigs. I like guinea pigs, and I was going to get some guinea pigs to eat um, our lawn, um, but I was like, I live in Victoria now. I could have a rabbit, right. uh, and I got one. I wonder, yeah, I and wonder she's... why it isn't
1: illegal here because they are. God knows, they're a pest. They're a big. pest. Oh, they're bad.
3: They're. Bad news for sure. We definitely like people are anti fur and stuff, but it's like we got so many rabbits, man. Start making some gloves. Like,
1: <laughs> it's like you got to do with opossums, though, eh? possums, they? A- possums, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because
3: there are. Our- our national pest in New Zealand,
1: I think Grace, you're the only one who's really in a position to do this. We normally um towards the end of the episode we give the um the media we've discussed a score a banana score firstly, how big's your bunch of bananas how big of a bunch do you normally buy and how many bananas out of that bunch do you give uh, Discworld series
3: I I I have a thing where I can only buy like one piece of fruit at a time because otherwise I get overwhelmed, so how and then I don't eat fruit. any of the fruit.
1: Okay, how much? Ma- so you're you're giving your score out of one banana. How many bananas out of one do you give Discworld?
3: One. One out of one bananas.
1: <laughs> the perfect banana score. Yeah, wow. Uh,
3: it's 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 a very it's very good.
1: And we also talk about uh, in the first episode, uh, Andy Matthews, who's some sort of scientist, told us. That humans and chimpanzees share about ninety-eight to ninety-nine percent DNA. He's also a big Discworld fan, actually. So he, ah. uh, we normally ask, how much of yourself do you see in the character we talked about, the librarian, in this case, as a percentage, and what what do you, what do you see of yourself in the librarian?
3: Um, I definitely see myself in the librarian. Um, he's very, <laughs> he's very. Um, Aggressive in 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 his communication, (laughs) he's, (laughs) which I like. I like that he's very pro book. I'm also very pro book. Pro book and Um, book. Yeah, he's very (laughs) protective of books and libraries, and I am also. um, We yeah, libraries very important. I'm the daughter of librarian. But yeah, (laughs) I have. I would. You could quote me on that. That is. Um, yeah, he's, yeah, he's fun. And, um, also if someone called me a slur, I might hit them yep. as well. So enough, yeah. I think there's a little bit of the librarian in all of us.
1: Oh, so true. Uh, so as a percentage <laughs> you're going pretty high then?
3: Um, yeah, like 70. 70. Sure.
1: Yeah. You don't have red hair like me and him. So that's why I yeah. go well, 75. You guys- percent
2: <laughs> As everyone knows, bond. your red
1: hair makes up 5% of your being. Uh, we've just got to thank a few Patreons and then we can get out of here. This has become uh, one of the longer episodes we've ever done of this show. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, I've been enjoying it. But uh, Evan did say about half an hour ago he was getting hungry and uh, you won't like Evan when he's hungry. <laughs> um, so you can... You can support this show at uh, patreon.com slash do go on pod as well as supporting the do go on podcast, as well as supporting the listen now podcast, which is my podcast with my cousin where we went through the back catalog of cold chisel. It's 19 episodes, one for every COVID you can listen to it, <laughs> bunker down and rock out a real good time as well as book cheat, which Dave Warnieke goes through a classic book. He reads it so you don't have to, and he basically um, gives you a cheat sheet back. It's a good fun time. I've been on a bunch of them and I would highly recommend it. Anyway, you can support all these shows at patreon.com slash pop. One of the rewards is I'll read your name out, thank you, and read out a paragraph of words that you've written. A short paragraph. All right, so here we go. Firstly, I'd love to thank Adam Stamford who writes, Hello there, my primates. I'd have to say my favourite primate is Johnny the Gorilla from Sing. It's my daughter's favourite film and has great music. And I personally think... He's a bit better than a certain animated boy that can't help but (laughs) (laughs) uh, lose his toys at any given moment. Cheers, guys, and uh, keep up the great potting. Top banana. Thanks, Adam.
0: I haven't seen Sing.
1: I haven't seen it either. It was one of those, it was like a a non-Pixar. Yeah, maybe maybe DreamWorks or something. Maybe DreamWorks. Yeah, different animals get together and have a singing competition, I think. Something like that, yeah. It was on the, I put it up for this vote to see what would be the top ape. And um, it was included. It was, and it got a handful of votes. Okay. I reckon Adam might have been one of the voters somehow. <laughs> um, thank you so much, Adam. Great suggestion. Have you seen Sing Grace? No. And you wouldn't, would you? you? You look actually up. like. Why are you folding your arms so tightly?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not up on the on the animated movies. I guess I should. We well, start on with that. The
1: Simpsons and then work your way forwards from here.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Gabriel Tice Bruton writes. When I was a kid, I remember watching a lot of those old-school cartoons like Magilla Gorilla and Grape Ape. I don't particularly remember liking them all that much, but they were on TV a fair amount. Thank you so much, Gabrielle. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That's a stuff. comment. That That's is a for comment. sure a comment. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to totally. take that as a comment. <laughs> Thank you so much, Gabrielle. Phil Verhey writes, Hello! <laughs> mm. My favourite primate is the bald u- Uakari or Ukari or it looks like this might be the latin you want to look this one up grace uh bald i've looked it up before it's fantastic looking beast um also known i think it's the latin cacagio calvis calvis Uh, but the reason is a bit morbid i like it because to me it looks as if it's torn its own face off to run around and scare the children on Halloween. Oh my God. Then run back Oh my into God. The forest, <laughs> it does look like that. Dragging all their bags of candy. <laughs> what fan fiction you've written here? Jeez. Uh, yeah, I that don't is... think I've
0: seen this before. This is a scary looking. It's an amazing
1: looking wow. beast. Uh, as if they had a king who was what? The fanfic goes on. Uh, <laughs> dragging their bags of candy back as if they had a king. He has a lot of thoughts. All the children put on masks to look frightening from afar and said uh, to his subjects that they'll teach the children a lesson, that you don't cover your face in a mask to look scary. You simply
0: just peel it off.
3: (laughs) It's a terrifying animal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It really looks like it's had its face ripped off.
1: Yeah, I stand
3: by that that fan fiction there. It's a
1: beautiful little bit of prose. I might do an episode about uh, those, <laughs> that story one day. You should write it up into a into a short film or something. And finally, yeah. Kiana, you got time? Yeah, do it. Did that guy wrote that thing, Shakespeare or something? So you know you can King, take. Lear.
3: King Lear, one of his worst, in my opinion, but but one of the best bars
1: in Brisbane, King Lear's Throne. So you know you you win some, you lose oh. some.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: yeah. Finally, Kiana yeah. Jackson writes. Not a primate. Okay. That's not a strong start. Well, You've fundamentally
3: misunderstood the point (laughs) of the podcast.
1: Not a primate, but primate related is one of my favorite shows as a kid. Bananas in pajamas, specifically banana A, Uh, banana, specifically banana A, lol. Banana B just had a shifty look in his eyes.
3: Are they called cool? Banana A? I think they're called B Banana B1 One and, and, and Banana <laughs> Two. B1. I'm guessing yeah.
1: Kiana is is watching it from like it's been dubbed into Amer into an American into <laughs> an American accent and they found B One and B Two confusing, so they renamed it uh, Banana, banana A. One, Banana Road, Banana B. <laughs> you know, like they changed the name of Worse. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone to No the F- Philosopher's, Philosopher's Stone. Stone to the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah, because they're like well, yeah because.
3: Americans don't know about philosophers.
1: But then, and then it's like uh, the, you know, that airplane spoof? Well, it's called Airplane, but here it was called Flying High. Yeah. I don't know why they changed names like that. We could have handled Airplane.
0: Well, it's, it's sometimes weird. Golden. It's a copyright thing. All oh, right. I've been watching um, the the morning show, which in Australia is called Morning Wars, but it's because there's a show here called The Morning Show. Yes. Uh, and that would be what confusing. do you think of that?
1: I really enjoyed it. I watched that really, yeah. Quick. I really liked it too. It yeah, pretty, I thought it was
0: great. Pretty great show. Yeah, no monkeys,
3: like no apes. No. Um, it's like how we can't have Burger King, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Jacks because some random guy just already had a shop called Burger King and, in Australia.
1: And the same as, um, uh, what's that Jack White band, the raconteurs, yeah, they had and to they change the... To the saboteurs, yeah, or vice versa because there was a band in the Northern Territory or something that, was, that already had that name, <laughs> and they go, you can have the name for 10 grand, and he went, oh, I'll just change the name.
3: Put on them, though, for, for trying the hustle. It, I like that. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: He Yeah. I think he just wanted to take it. I'm remembering a story from 15 years ago. <laughs> um, this is all allegedly, <laughs> of course. Uh, allegedly. Please give us a review, uh, and I'll read out some five-star reviews over the coming weeks. Uh, but in the meantime, Evan, where can people find you? Is Gaming Game on at the moment?
0: Uh, we're currently on break, um, but you can go check out. There's a bunch of episodes up that you can go have a look at. And you're
1: also uh, working with us to do a live stream of Do Go On over the next four Saturdays. Yeah. It's Exciting, and people can go to sospresents.com. S-O-S, yep, buy and, tickets. And you're also doing Josh L, previous guest of the show's yeah. podcast, Don't You Know Who I Am?
0: We are indeed,
1: and that's also on the next couple of Saturdays at least. He doesn't have the stamina to go to the next four Saturdays <laughs> like us,
0: he's doing two, yeah. Um, right after the do go ons so or uh, well, not right after, but a couple of hours after. Um, you could make a day of it. Make a day. A day of I'm it. gonna make a day of it, yeah,
1: me too.
3: You, well, you will,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's my uh, job, uh, and I'll
1: do it. Grace, where can people find you?
3: Um, I'm on Twitter and TikTok now. <laughs> 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 uh, Grace Jarvis Oh No, um, and I'm on Instagram at uh, Nio Grace Jarvis, N-G-A-I-O. Um, it's a bad handle. It was a childhood <laughs> nickname. I didn't know Instagram was going to be a, such a big deal.
1: <laughs> well, have you we made the same mistake with TikTok? You are happy with that?
3: I uh, know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've made it my – Grace Jarvis Oh No is just like my catchphrase and my name, so <laughs> that's solid and, yeah, come find me, <laughs> I guess. I really have got nothing on. Please tweet at me, <laughs> uh, DM me, send me pictures of your pets or, like, whatever, actually. I just, just need some contact. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, great. Do that. Uh, and ideally if you've got an oil painting – Yes, uh, oil yeah. painting skills—that'd be even better. Or if you've got
0: an, an existing Water, oil painting of color, yeah. The uh, of, of, oh, you of, might. Described Especially if
1: you think Mother Nature looks a little bit like Uma Thurman, <laughs> that might be a shortcut.
0: <laughs> it increases the likelihood that you've already got
3: one. Just put a flower crown on it.
1: Oil painting's the dream, but any sort of art, whether it's uh, word <laughs> art. <laughs> Is that a thing? Or, um, it's in Microsoft <laughs> Word. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to say cloud. Microsoft Paint, but, yeah, <laughs> Word art as well, clip art, whatever you got. Um, yeah, tweet me. And that, well, that brings us to the end of the episode. People can find us at primatespod.com. We've only got, I think we're into maybe five or six episodes left of the whole bloody first uh-huh. run of the show. Um, so let us know if you want to tell me anything in the next few
3: weeks. <laughs> Oh, my God. The (laughs) clock is ticking.
1: Oh, goodness me. Uh, But April's got three more weeks, so pumped up for that. I wonder if anyone can think of what a few of the big ape movies that we've never talked about on this show could be. Mm. Uh, I I will not tell. Uh, (laughs) I'm keeping that a secret. But anyway, Grace, uh, we always finish the show where the guest says our classic primate sign-off, which you riff in the moment. I'll say thank you so much for joining Seven and thanks thank so much you. for joining us, Grace. And as we always say here at Primates Podcast
3: Uh fuck that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just said you have a catchphrase and I like the new one. Yeah. Very primate related. <laughs> fuck that.
3: But yeah. <laughs>
1: This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network.
0: Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean,
3: if you want, it's it's up to you. (laughs) Oh, no, I didn't know it had to be climate related. (laughs) I just, consonants came out of my face. Um, Ook. (laughs)